Hey y'all, it's your girl at Joy Leah, and welcome to Backstage with Joy Leah. Today, we are going to be interviewing the infamous Miss Ashley L. from College Hill. We are also going to be talking to her about her new projects and everything she got going on. We're going to also gossip about this new College Hill as well. So make sure y'all sit back. And enjoy this Again, welcome to Backstage with Joy Leah. Um, today, we are going to be talking to Miss Ashley. Now, you guys, remember back when you was in college and that show that we used to watch on BET. Now, this was like 2010. These was these years when BET was jumping. And College Hill was one of them shows, so we do have the infamous Ashley here. We're going to be interviewing her and just want to talk to her and see everything that she got going on. She's grown now. She didn't graduate from college. Oh, we about to get into it, y'all. So, Ashley, thank you so much for being on my podcast. No problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for reaching out. This is yeah, great. I've been talking about college field as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no, really, really, I really appreciate you taking the time out. And, you know, I'm not going to take up too much of your time, girlfriend, because I know we both are mothers and we both are busy. But um, just give us a little background about Miss Ashley, where you're from, what you got, you know. Yes, history. <laughs> um, well, my name is Ashley L. I'm from Savannah, Georgia. Born and raised. I've been in Atlanta for 16 years. I moved out here in 2006. Um, I went to Savannah State, and then I went. I came over to Georgia State here in um, Atlanta. Drastically different worlds. I'm um, going from an HBCU to a PWI. Very different, but they were both very unique experiences in their own. Um, I didn't graduate. Um, I actually got into my career field um, beforehand, but I also had a daughter um, in 2009. So uh, probably about my junior year in high oh, junior year <laughs> in college um, is when I got uh, pregnant with my daughter. And, yeah, she became my focus and priority and so forth, especially since I've been doing it by myself. But, yeah, I wouldn't change anything about it. I'm definitely happy in my career field. Uh, yeah, excited to, you know, be here and reminisce on the past thing that, you know, <laughs> kind of contributed to who I am now. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know, I've been following you for a very, very long time, and, you know, you're a very, very sweet and positive girl. I can definitely say that from your workouts, on your swing, and everything that you just kind of do. I could just really tell. I don't know if it's called that, but <laughs> I could just really tell that, you know, you just, you know, exude positivity and, you know, especially from what James told me and everything. So I just really wanted to talk to you and see, you know, what you got going on because, you know, 
like you've grown so much. You know, it's been a long time. I mean, your daughter now is what, twelve? She's thirteen now. Thirteen. So it's been some years, you know, you've been just Ashley, like what, you know, did you really get, I would say, from like the reality world and, you know, going into your career, because that's basically what you did, you know, what, what did you learn? Like what, you know, how'd that go? <laughs> Man, um, it's a lot of mixed emotions in my experience with being on College Hill, just because I was younger. Um, College Hill was 15, 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so we filmed it in 2007, and then it aired in March of 2008. Okay. Um, so it was a really overwhelming experience at the time because I didn't necessarily, like, full-heartedly want to be on College Hill. And it sounds crazy, but... Um, Sierra, uh, really, she was a really good friend of mine at the time, and we were on the phone. And I called her, and I was just like, "Hey, what are you doing?" She's like, "I'm on the line for you know College Shield, whatever." I was just like, "Yeah, I thought about it um, because when we were modeling for BT Spring Bling in the model shuttle that they were shuffling us on, they passed out the you know information cards on the upcoming season of College Shield. So we talked about it, like whether or not we're going to do it, and so." When I got to the interview, there was a lady outside already telling a gentleman that it was too late because I got there at like 501 and it ended at five o'clock. And so she was already telling him like, hey, you know, we're, we're done for the day. We're closed. We've already, you know, accepted our last group. And so I was just like, oh, okay, bet. Because I walked up while she was talking to him. One of the executive producers saw me and came outside and said, let her in. So during the group interview, I was literally filling out the information while people are talking like we're all talking and dialoguing and I'm just filling it out so actually going through and being on that show because I was actually supposed to be on a different tv show on okay. Fox and so I opted to do college Hill because I was in school and I had a different mindset of what it was going to be like but um <laughs> overall it had its ups and downs and plus and pluses and minuses pros and cons um, it was a great experience. You know, it, it forces you in situations that you typically wouldn't be in because they're creating these scenarios. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, it forces you to, you know, literally deal with different personalities and it makes you realize that even in certain trigger moments, like you are able to really learn from these experiences, no matter how stupid you feel, no matter mm -hmm. how embarrassed you are, no matter what it is. It's like life, and it's the life of a college student put, thrown in this element. And, um, you know, I wish things were done differently as far as the back end of it. But overall, um, in the house um, was a better experience than when the show aired. I would say that. Okay. So it sounds like, and not to say it like this, it was very much impromptu that you had to deal with when it came to situations. Because, again, you said they were creating these situations. So it was acting, you know, like you really had to learn how to impromptu in a situation. And it basically prepared you for your career in some type of ways because all that you had to deal with. Yes, forces you in conflicts for you to figure out how you're going to resolve it. Okay. Like what's, what's 
what are you going to do next? Like, what's your next step? Um, when you have eight college students in um, a home and you have one phone with no hallway beam, you have <laughs> two computers with only one of them has internet, people have projects, assignments due, um, you know, events, people still have jobs. Um, on top of that, you know, when you're turning off alarm clocks and, you know, people are late to class and you're creating situations amongst each other when it's just not necessarily that, it forces you to be like, okay, I got to figure this out because it's not working. We, we need a system. So it makes you realize the situations when you look back at it like, all right, I know how to handle that going forward. Mm -hmm. I know how to de-escalate a situation versus like entering into a tundra of foolishness. So um, it was a great learning experience. I learned a lot about myself, uh, a lot, especially being from the South and being from Savannah, Georgia. In uh -huh. Georgia. There are a lot of things that I had to unlearn about culture, Black people, wow. African-American people, us as race and culture and diving deeper into basically what I was originally rooted in. So that was great to literally just get feedback, positive and negative, from people all over the world. So I still have people in London in my Facebook messages. Yeah. Like, really oh, no, you're going <laughs> to always have fans. Don't ever get it twisted because, I mean, you had so much personality, and I was going to ask that next. Like, where does all this personality come from? I mean, it got to be something with Savannah, Georgia as well, but <laughs> where does where does it come from? Yeah, like, you know what's so crazy? See, I have four siblings. I am the youngest girl and the middle child. And so all of us have very different personalities. I am the only one like me, and they are the only ones like themselves. And so it's so funny because my sister Tasha, she would say all this time, like, where did you like, where did you come from? Like, <laughs> did, you, did you grow up somewhere different from us? Because what how do you have, so she calls me her, like, Olivia Pope and everything because I have this personality where I'm fun and it's bubbly and we're going to, you know, have a good time. But when, it time, when it's time to get something done and get something handled, uh -huh. I'm going to handle that. I'm going to nip it in the bud. We don't need anything extra. We need to get whatever it is that we need to get done done. And I feel like a lot of things that contributed to my personality separate from um, my siblings is, one, we grew up on the south side of Savannah, so I went to uh, White Bluff, I went to Bartlett, I went to Windsor Forest High School. But for the summertime, I went to Duran, um, like Beacon Corridor Camp, and I learned how to play space. <laughs> like, I learned so much. And <laughs> I mean, I, I was in the hood. We, <laughs> we had a ball. We had such a good time. And so it was just so different because none of my other siblings went there. Okay. Like, none of them. And it was so funny because I met my cousin James there. <laughs> and went um, with well, was he at Windsor Beach? Look, <laughs> no, it was it was at it was at Durin. Oh, Durin. Okay. So I met my cousin at camp. He was my camp counselor, and he he taught me how to play spades. So it was so funny. Like I'm in seventh grade, and you know my sister in high school, and she don't know how to play spades. And then my <laughs> other sister, she in ninth grade. You know, like it was just so funny I was just so different and um it just comes from just me hanging around just various different parts of my family and then just the environment that I grew up in like I'm allowed to be myself because the people in my life have known me my whole life so I mean it's just okay to be me and I'm okay with that so 
I'm either for you or not for you, and either way, I'm okay because I know that I'm a good person, so it doesn't matter. I feel you. I feel you. So now, like, with the aftermath of everything that has went on with being on College Hill, you know, you, I still catch you on the blogs here and there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. So, <laughs> so, like, how has ever um, Yeah. College Hill has been a topic. Um, unfortunately, it's more so a topic because of who my daughter's father is, mm-hmm. more so the college healness of it is just so mind-boggling to people and it's so random that I have a child with the person that I have a child with and that we even know each other. That's just so mind-boggling to people. Um, but yeah, uh, being in the blog... I was to say, why is that mind-boggling to people, though? They must don't um, know who you are. Because uh, no one... Because uh, my daughter's father is... Uh, lucky day and um at the time he was david you know he wasn't lucky day he was deep brown he mm-hmm. was your songwriter he was um signed to compound that was neil's uh record label mm-hmm. and uh you know things you know did not work out but that was in atlanta right you said what now? all that was in atlanta right yeah and you were living in atlanta so why would yeah but people <laughs> don't really know that because okay. he might or might not tell people that he was homeless and <laughs> he was never homeless uh, because this is the same house that um, we were in together um, that he moved from before he moved out to LA. So it's really not something that was known until I publicly made it known my dissatisfaction of him as a father. I'm attempting to be better <laughs> at that. Um, but it's so hard being a mother to a teenager friends have access to yes. see someone and hear someone mm-hmm. and not see someone in person. Right. And, um, yeah, that was a trigger for her. Uh, she called me one day and um, she was just so upset. And I mean, I told my boyfriend, turn around, like, we gotta go to a school. Like, Katie's crying. And she's never called me crying um, from school. And so, you know, I'm on the phone, I'm talking to her, and she's just like, I'll tell you, I just want to go home. And so I got there and um, picked her up, and she seemed a little regular, but she, you know, told everybody bye, and she got in the car, and I was just like, hey, what's wrong? And she said, you know, we were just going back and forth, her and some kid, and um, he said, well, at least I know who my dad is, and I think it was just overwhelming for her because she had no idea she even had those feelings to be that upset about something. So to her, when she, when she says it, it's trivial. She's just like, you know, you know, that's my wording of it because she's just like, it's just so small. Like, and it's not like, it's a big deal, but she said, I don't know what's, I don't know why that was a thing. So it was one of those moments and other moments that made me take to, you know, social media just because I was hurt because my baby was hurt. And she's literally the only person on the planet who I feel like I will literally be beside myself um, for. And I'm okay with that to know that um, she is who she is because of the love that I give her and the love that my family and his family gives. And, 
but that's you know that's understandable, girl, because I'm a baby's mother, ex-wife, whatever you were. You know what I'm saying? Um, I completely understand that, especially when a person is not doing what they're supposed to do. When they can, when they can, that and and that's it's 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 something else, you know, going on within that person, you know, because it just it it does hurt because I I have been in that situation as well, but you know those type of people, it is what it is, but it's just it it it, it can trigger, you know what I'm saying, and it can make you you know do things that you wouldn't normally do, but again, you're doing it for the love of your child and how your child is feeling, and you don't want your child to feel like that or, you know, be in that situation. So, shoot, I mean, people have snapped and done worse. So, if you want to go to social media and go the fuck off, is nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, you could have done worse. So, a little post that people be getting mad about, I have a very much problem with because it's like, come on. Like, we, we come on. I thought sticks and stones break your bones, but words may never hurt us. But they do. But they do. you better be they strong do, if you could dish it. But if you could dish it, you should be able to take it. If you that yeah. tough not to do all the shit you're supposed to do, you better be tough to take this these words. I'm just saying. I, maybe I mean, I'm wrong. I, I feel it. And the thing is, what I've I guess trying to convey to people is one, I will never move maliciously in my life when it comes to anything or anybody, because one, I'm not built like that. I'm not that type of person. But on top of that, like, I really, really wanted people to understand that sometimes we are idolizing people who are, you, who are still people. Like, these are still people who are growing and learning and everything. Like, you are trying to learn who it, the character of a person from words and music, and you cannot do that. Uh-huh. Um, and it's okay to be fans, but it's not okay to dismiss my true feelings and my events that took place in my in my child's life right. because you are a fan. It's okay to dislike him as a person and you know be like, man, that song was fired. You're a human being. Right. People do it all the time. What you're not going to do is dismiss what my actual reality is. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what anybody feels, I'm the only person in the world who knows who can even comment, yeah. criticize, say anything because we share a human. Yeah. And I know things <laughs> about this person that I would never share because I want to make sure the focus is on our daughter right um, but you know people tend to not believe women people have tend to not believe women and when women tell their side and their i mean i hate to say it the side chick all that they don't believe what you have said is true about this person until it happens to them then all of a sudden now oh you know what i'm saying people just don't i'm serious people do not tend to believe women Especially when it comes to relationships and the shit they've been through. And that's what I'm going to say on that. Because I already know. We don't. And But the, but then it happened to them and it's like, oh, it, it five, he got five baby mamas. Like, you, you you the fourth one, you know, or you the fifth. You know, people just don't. They just don't tend to believe women. 
And then it happened to them, and they be like, oh, damn. But anyways, look, but anyway, on to, um, look, on to these new projects and stuff now. But, like, so, Ashley, what, you know, what have you been doing, I would say, like, now? Like, you know, I know it's been a pandemic, and a lot of stuff has been going on, and a lot of things have changed, but what has been going on now with Miss Ashley? Man, so I am actually working on a project with one of my best friends and my boyfriend. Um, I can't speak on it yet because okay. of the fact that we are literally dealing with uh, something major. And I really want it to go the way that it's supposed to go. And I don't want to speak on anything before, you know, everything is signed. Um, on top of that, uh, yeah, I've been working with a lot of different businesses from my boyfriend's business, Lorraine Savings Media. Um, my cousin's business out in California, in Los Angeles, um, Peach West Photography, as well as Juiced Up um, Inc. here in Atlanta, Georgia. So I literally work with all of these businesses, um, and it's great. Yeah. Uh, personally, I also, um, I do have a career. I, I tend to not share that when I do my interviews because people are weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are weird. Um, but yeah, I've been in my career for nine years now. Um, I definitely enjoy it because I do love people and I do have a personality for people, but I also enjoy it because I don't allow people to run over anybody okay. um, in my presence, whomever you are. So that comes in handy for my everyday life. Um, I really think it's, uh, I can't even get my words together. I really <laughs> think it's a great time for all businesses to not only focus on um, ways to increase what you have going on and your revenue and everything, but it's also really amazing to me for people to know that. I'm so exhausted. I'm sorry. I landed <laughs> at like... I know. Yeah, I've been texting you. We pushed this area back. I'm just going out. Your day. mind is probably going I'm everywhere. Um, but yeah, I've just been doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Um, for I see. Uh, I am going to do TV again, but it's going to be from a different per space. Wow. I'm just overwhelmed at the thought of the opportunity to be in this space. Uh-huh. Um, I definitely would tell people, any person who wants to do TV um, in any entertainment field at all, contracts are so important. And it's so important to look at the longevity of things. And look at how it will benefit you and not just the people that you're on the network for. Mm. So that's one thing that I can say I lost sight of that is really building in what I'm going with forward. Going forward. And I can definitely, um, you know, appreciate BET for the opportunity. But being in the space that I'm in now, uh, I would have never signed on my life or likeness to the people that I did. Wow. Um, I say that because I'm older and I've grown. Um, I've probably done one thing since I've done BET um, College Hill, and that was their like IG Live. And that's because I felt like I owe that to some of the people who still message me. Yeah. Still care. Yeah. And even about BT. Um, I'm not going to speak on the network as a whole because it's not 
the entire network. It's just the people that I was, you know, in a space with mm. who literally told me, like, oh, yeah, I would have never did that. Like, okay, but you're an executive producer. <laughs> like, why would you tell me when I'm expressing to you my dislikeness of treatment, payment, everything? And you'd be like, oh, I mean, that's what you signed up for. Mm. And granted, it is because you're young and you're excited. And you're just like, oh, wow, I'm from little Savannah, Georgia. The only wow. people we got from Savannah, Georgia is like Mary J. Blige and Big Boy. And they don't really be claiming us for real. So, you know, I got to. <laughs> y'all got camouflage. Look, y'all got That's camouflage. Don't camouflage hate on. Like, you know me? I got to make sure people know Seapoke is where it's at. Seapoke. Yeah, man. You know, RIP camouflage. Yeah, I need people to understand <laughs> This is a real thing. Yeah. And, um, this is a real place. And it's two sides to every city. But I was just so excited to mm-hmm. be able to show, you know, a personality from my city. And, um, yeah, it was a great experience being in it to an extent. But going back and watching what people are capable of doing in an edit room, mind-boggling. Mind, yeah. <laughs> Man, it yeah. is interesting. Wow. So you've grown so much, it looks like. You have really learned a lot. And I'm, like, super proud of you and everything that you're doing. You're a great mom, you know what I'm saying? And you're just, like I said, just a great personality just in general. Like, and you you kind of answered the question that I was about to ask you, you know, about, you know, what would you tell a person, you know, a young girl and, I mean, I really, really love that answer, and I really, really appreciate that. But, like, the next generation, I see you trying to do movies. I, see, I mean, you know, do shows, you're doing this. What are you trying to, you know, leave, you know, this next generation, I would say? Since you have been that college student and, you know, gone through that, what are you, what are you trying to leave your daughter and your daughter's daughter, I would say? Yeah, uh, I would eventually like to leave a mark where I have a platform where people can talk, where it's a span of generations from young to our age to older. And we all have lessons and we're talking because we're talking about things that are going on in the community, things that are going on in the world. We have a sense of accountability. We have, you know, entertainment. We can make it fun, make it a game and make it so that people can see that you know, this blackness can spread through generations and we can still all in different parts of our lives learn things from each other. There are things that I learn from my daughter constantly because I don't have that young mind to, you know, do things. And then there are things that I still learn from my parents and my siblings and my family and my friends because these are handpicked people that you are placing into your life, your energy and your surroundings. So it's very important to know who you are so that you can get to where you're going because people people lose sight of that yeah that's true and i mean we don't have that much time left but i really you know appreciate you taking your time being on my podcast telling your story girl you know what i'm saying and what you've been through you know what i'm saying and what you're going through because actually it doesn't sound like she's done it sounds like she's really just getting started but what you've learned is so much that can take you to where you need to go. You know what I'm saying? Because you learned a lot. And you got it in early, which is good. You know what I'm saying? So now you're in your 30s. You know 
what to do, what to sign, what to look for, you know, what not to look for, <laughs> which yeah, is so, yeah. And I would like to say what really I would say bothered me the most, which is why I didn't feel like I got the exact full experience. I did not get the same experience as my castmates because I was so vocal about the mistreatment mm-hmm. that when it came down, to, and I did that in-house, and um, it came down to a point where we were having promotions for the show or whatever. I wasn't invited, and wow. they'd be like, well, you know, actually she was busy, and just like, y'all didn't even tell me y'all were doing this. Like, they did 106 in Park without me. They had a virtual reality without me. They did red carpets. They did award shows. They did so many things without me because they were scared that I would speak my truth. Mm. And um, I always chose family over the show um, or entertainment or anything in general just because, one, y'all not paying us to be here. Let's get that out there. Um, So y'all are giving us this allowance of food, and y'all want me to tell my parents, my grandmother, my, my siblings, that I can't see them when you all allow these strippers, these <laughs> randoms, whoever's into this same house, but I can't bring my family. Yeah. Not sure. I was just like, well, my family's either going to come and I'm going to see them or I'm going to pack up my stuff and go. And it wasn't until the first suitcase made it down the stairs that the little back phone rung that's off camera. And they were just like, you know, we scheduled it so, you know, your, your parents or your family can come for two hours between this time and this time. And it's just like, okay, all right. Y'all better have. <laughs> yeah. And not only. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. Um, so, the crazy thing about. The fact that my family came over, it ended up being one of the highest ranked episodes our entire season because it caused an argument between Drew and I. Um, And it's so crazy how my vulnerability and my love for my family was used to incite an argument Mm. like, and it's so crazy looking back on it, just being that upset and just being that vulnerable and allowing grown adults mm-hmm. <laughs> hype me up off camera, <laughs> you know, before I go into this space. Right. And I'm having to get these people on a seating chart that they get because it's mad disrespectful. Right. And I'm just like, y'all really got me out here trying to look like. I'm the aggressive person. And it ain't even you. Like, but looking back and knowing what I experienced allows me to be more compassionate for Drew and his experience. Mm. Because sometimes you are spoken to in a manner that is leading. So it causes you to continue on with the story or the anger, or the feeling that they led you to. Uh-huh. Um, knowing who I am now makes me excited 
for the mindset that I have going back into a space. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So let me just ask you this, you know, last question. Would you do reality TV again? That is hard to answer for multiple reasons. Um, one, uh, I still have PTSD from being on College Hill. Um, that is a real thing that one of my best friends and I speak on. Well, we are extremely sensitive in the manner at which we are going to repurpose. We represent ourselves or represent ourselves. Okay. Um, to, I need to get my words together. Um, <laughs> uh, um, traumatized from a lot of things. Wow. Uh, took, uh, not necessarily any evils or anything, but when you are in a space for a certain amount of time and you are mic'd up every day and there's a camera every single where you go and even when there's not a cameraman behind it, there are cameras. So you're constantly feeling like you're being recorded. And I still have issues where if I am using the restroom anywhere that is not my home, I have to run the water because it makes me so nauseous knowing that someone's hearing me use the restroom. Mm. Like, because that was a thing. You know, you're mic'd up all the time. Right. You're just going to the bathroom. You're, the only time you're not Whatever you're doing. Immediately after the shower, you're a microphone again. So it's, you literally have to be a strong-minded individual to be in this space. And that's why, you know, these new reality shows, people are amped up and, you know, even more aggressive in doing things just because, like, they're still finding out who they are and they're still wanting to use this drama dialogue to progress. And, um, you know, hopefully there is something that does great things, not only monetary-wise and financially, but that is impactful, that is fun, and that is literally something that is memorable and changes lives. And I feel like that's something that the TV needs more than anything right now because yeah. we got this. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, reality TV, you know, we grew up with it. You know, it started with us being in our late teens, and we've it's been here for the past, like, 20 years. And, you know, before that, it was dramas and really good shows and things that you actually saw that made you cry. Like, I never cried watching reality TV, I ain't gonna lie. But I see we're going back to that with all these, you know, streaming shows and series and, I mean all these new producers and creative people coming out, you know, just like yourself, that just want to go in a different direction, who have been in the industry and want to do something just totally different behind the scenes instead of necessarily in front of the scenes, but that can really, you know, change people's lives. So that's wonderful that that's something that, you know, you're going towards and that's something, you know, that you want to do. So how, I mean, I don't know if you want to tell how people could get in contact with you, but <laughs> I don't know, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> she like, no, butter up. You know, you want to give a little IG, you know, a little, little, you know, a little YouTube, a little information, email. I know you don't want to get your email, but a little information just in case of 
person want to give you a follow? Well, my Instagram is at Ashlax, which are the first three letters of my first and last name. Um, it's A-S-H-L-A-S. Um, you can find me on there. I'm also on Facebook under the same name, Ashlax, um, as well as Facebook. Public profile, actually. I don't know. Um, Twitter, Ashlax, as well. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, all right, Miss Ash last Ashley L. But you know, one more thing, you know, and I'm a, I'm gonna leave you alone for real. New season of college here. I gotta get the little tea, just little tea. Now you see, they don't went to the celebrity reality people because I don't know if people is signing up no more. But what? How do you feel about this new season? Um, you know what? It's I don't. It's hard to say I don't really have any feelings. Uh, it's just that I haven't taken it upon myself to watch it. Okay. Um, I follow Amanda Seals on Instagram, and she had posted a conversation between yeah. Slim Thug and Big Frida. Yes. And I loved it. Yeah. I love that is the type of conversations and dialogue that need that to I be had. Yes. I mean, it was truly amazing because it gets you in different emotions and it allows you to understand people where they are, not where you want them to be. Um, I love that. Uh, I just don't follow it. it. Okay. Reasons. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything on the cast or whatnot. I'm not really sure the direction. My friend Dorian, who was on my show um, with me, he does have um, a cameo in that um, season. Um, Dorian is an amazing person. Great, great guy. Uh, he called me after he did it. Um, he's really, um, doing a lot of amazing things with Butter Skin. And I'm going to plug that along with all of the other things <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying with, uh, the other businesses. I have no parts in Butter Skin besides I'm a fan and a customer. Um, but yeah, I am excited for, you know, what he has in store with, you know, that season itself. But, I don't really have any negatives. Right. To, you, know, you know, it's just not, I'm not trying to go back into that mind space. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. That much, much, much understood. And one thing I just can say, you know, and I like to tell this to people who are on my podcast, like one thing that I've taken away from you in this interview is that the only thing that, kind of worked for you in that scenario seemed like was the experimental part but other than that you wasn't with the bullshit you know what I'm saying but even what you're saying about this new season about the experimental part of them two being able to come together and have that conversation Slim Thug and um, Frida because I did see that as well on Amanda's page I, I did think that was like you know a a, a, a a P Valley, you know, you know, a dramatic. I ain't gonna lie, it was like a dramatic scene. I ain't gonna front, but you wouldn't go there if you didn't have that experimental opportunity. You gotta actually act or perform to get something like that. So, I I got that from you, and I really, really feel that and appreciate you. You know, giving this knowledge and you know telling the people your 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 experience and what you've been through. 
and, you know, what you've overcame. Because it seemed like you are surviving and overcame a whole lot of stuff. So, you guys, again, my girl Ashley was backstage with me today. Gave me all the tea. You know, <laughs> Miss Ashley, I appreciate you so much for being backstage with Joy Leah. We will be back with my list, y'all. Again, thanks, Ashley, so much. Thank you, darling. Darling.